Disclaimer, this is a work of fiction. Any resemblance to persons, places, things, or events real or imagined is completely in your own head and not intentional on the part of the author. Do not expect real life to work the way life in this story works. That would be a silly expectation. All characters depicted in this work of fiction are 18 years of age or older. But Bang by Bigfoot. A story by Broken Arrow. Summary. Becky has ventured out into the woods in search of the elusive Bigfoot, the Sasquatch, the Yeti, and the Dogman many times before. However, this time she finally finds him. She finds out that it's true what they say about guys with big feet and the Sasquatch has the biggest feet of them all. A bit of tongue-in-cheek erotica for those looking for something a little outside of the norm. And now the story. Becky had been chasing rumors of Bigfoot for years. She'd chased after Yetis in the Himalayas, Dogman in Michigan, and spent countless nights in forests everywhere waiting for the hairy giant to show up. She ran a hand over her brown hair, adjusted the ponytail to tighten it a little, and wiped the sweat from the back of her neck. The campsite was finally set up and she could take a short break before she tried to call out the beast. She sat near a small propane heater, not wanting to start a campfire for fear that the scent of smoke would drive him away, and sipped at the sweet hot apple cider she'd made from a packet of powder and some boiled water. She flipped through a notebook spoken to a handheld recorder. I have a good feeling this time. There have been dozens of reports in just a 10 mile radius of my site. I'm sure I'll be able to call out the Sasquatch. I've set up motion-triggered video cameras all around the campsite. I'll have proof. Possibly even biological samples to run genetic tests on. She went on for several minutes, describing why she felt her chances for an encounter were high and how she would finally prove the existence of Bigfoot to the world before turning off her recorder and putting it into her pocket. She picked up a stick and struck it against a nearby tree, listening as the dull thud echoed through the forest around her. Then she held up small media player and played back a call she'd recorded years before that she was sure was a Sasquatch. It was almost human but full of guttural sounds that she'd only heard from wild animals before. After an hour, she sighed, dropped the stick, and tucked the media player back into one of the pockets of her cargo pants. She sighed and walked back to the middle of her camp, clicked the starter on her camp stove a few times, and started heating up the chili she'd brought. Might as well have dinner. After I answer nature, she's calling really loud. She walked a few feet from her camp into the woods, pulled out a small pack of tissue, pulled down her pants, and squatted near a tree. As she listened to the splutter and trickle and the ground, it took her a moment to realize that the rest of the forest around her had gone silent. Is that a skunk? She wondered, noticing a thick, musky odor that had crept up around her. She looked around, unable to see very far into the murky dark between the trees, then a glint of moonlight reflected off of something a few feet in front of her. She squinted, letting her eyes adjust and widen as details of a face formed in the dim moonlight that filtered through the trees, almost human, with high cheekbones and long dark hair revving it. Fuck, she whispered. She froze, not daring to move for fear of frightening the near-mythical beast away. They both stayed crouched, staring at each other from across a few feet. She let her eyes wander across his hirsute body as her eyes grew more accustomed to the dark. Massive muscles heaved under the thick hair that covered his body, heaving with every silent breath he took. 
He half stood and crept forward, the musky smell moving before him and becoming thick with each inch he grew closer to her. I guess that's why he's called the skunk ape by a lot of people, she thought. Despite an uneasy fear, the excitement of actually, finally meeting Bigfoot thrilled through her body. Even her teeth felt like they were ringing in her closed mouth. His face was soon inches from hers, then even closer, his breath hot on her neck and cheeks. His sniffed in, the noise loud enough to drown out her thoughts for a moment, and moved his massive head around her as if working out what she was by scent as much as by sight. Her hand, moving without any thought from her, reached out and touched his chest. The hair was soft, tangled here and there, and the muscles were as solid as any bodybuilder she'd ever dated, in fact, more solid. He paused in his exploration of her body, his eyes looking deep into her own, and she could see what she was sure was intelligence, a real mind, someplace in his semi-bestial face. His brow furrowed and relaxed while her hand traced lines and circles on his massive chest. When he suddenly moved forward, Becky fell backward, her bare ass landing on the rough root of a tree and reminding her that she hadn't pulled up her pants. One of his massive hands reached out and grabbed hold of her pants while his face thrust forward between her legs, and he began sniffing at her pussy. The heat of his breath warmed her pussy and she began to feel the rising tickle of excitement grow between her slender legs. When his thick, rough tongue lapped at her pussy, she leaned back and moaned, despite her attempt to stay silent. You... you really are a bit human, she whispered to him, hoping it wouldn't scare him away. Do... do you... like that? Her fingers tangled into the hair on his head while he continued to sniff and lap at her pussy. Soon, a wave of disorganized sensation spread across her body and her voice, despite herself, echoed back from the trees around them. His hand, still on her mostly pulled down pants, tightened and Becky found herself upside down, dangling in the air and staring at the largest cock she'd ever seen. Fucking hell, I guess what they say about guys with big feet is true, she thought. A moment later, she slipped free of her pants and fell face down on the forest floor, stones and dirt digging into her thighs and cheeks. A massive hand slid beneath her light body, lifting her waist into the air. The cool night air of the woods chilled her exposed pussy and ass for a moment before his white tongue began lapping at her again. With each lap, the rough flesh of his tongue would drag across her pussy and then around and up the length of her ass, seeming to linger a little longer on her puckered asshole. Fuck. She thought. Are any of the cameras pointed over here? I'll be set for life if I get this on camera. She felt a great, bestial form stop moving behind her for a second, then felt his wide tongue press firmly into her tight asshole, slowly pressing in until she was squirming from the thousand sensations his rough tongue sent through her body as it reeled in her asshole. When he pulled it out, she sighed, as much from relief as from a wistful desire. Then she felt something harder and wider press against her puckered hole, both of his massive hands gripped around her petite waist, encircling it. Is... Is that his cock? There's no way that'll fit, she thought. He leaned forward, the thick hair on his body draping down onto her arched back, and pushed his massive cock forward, slower than she would expect from something so many considered a wild animal. He's... He's taking it slow. That's a sign. A sign of real intelligence, she thought, fighting against the growing pain of her ass slowly stretching open under the constant forward press of his cock. It's sliding in, did he? His spit is thick, 
Did he mean to use it as a lubricant? Her mind raced, trying to make notes that she'd jot down on paper after her encounter with the Sasquatch was over. Every detail would help her understand the creature more and help her show others the intelligence his hairy body contained. Thoughts rushed out of her mind, her eyes bulged and watered, and she let out a guttural moan as his massive cock finally pushed past her aching sphincter. He lifted her comparatively tiny frame into the air, impelling her ass deeper with his thick, hot cock, and let out a low growl that in some ways reminded her of some of her more exuberant lovers. When the tears cleared from her eyes enough to see again, she looked down and marveled at the incredibly thick cock that was pushed halfway into her burning asshole. I can't believe he got that thing in there, she thought. It's got to be as thick as my arm. He slid his hands up her body, crossing them over her breasts, and then took hold of her slender shoulders, each hand covering one entirely. She looked back up into the starry sky and let out a wild scream as he pulled her slender body downward and rocked his hips up, driving his cock the rest of the way into her tortured ass. His low and guttural voice joined hers and echoed through the forest. He began to piston the massive rod in and out of her ass, thrusting his hips up and pulling her down, only to lift her a little and do it again. Each time he drove his cock in harder and faster, his massive balls eventually flying upward and slapping into her soaking wet pussy with each stroke. Despite the pain driving out her thoughts, she began to try to drive back against him, thrusting her ass down and hoping his balls, hairy and coarse, would slap and slide across her drooling cunt. She felt a heat reaching up from her cunt to join the pain of the incredibly huge cock destroying her ass, then a wave of pleasure that drove another wild scream out from between her parched lips. A moment later she felt the great beast's pace slow, then he leaned forward with her, impaled completely on his cock, and his thick, musky hair enveloped her as her hands and knees found the earth. She'd had men come in her ass before, but the spasms of their cocks had been little more than feeble twitchings compared to the Bigfoot's massive cock exploding and bucking in her overstretched asshole. He roared into the night around them while his cock seemed to lift her a little from the ground with each buck that sent load after load of cum into her abused bowels. For the first time in her life, she felt cum squeeze between a cock in her ass and the thinly stretched walls to run down her thighs or splash straight down to the ground. When his cock finally calmed down and began to slowly shrink in her tight ass, her senses slowly came back to her. He's keeping his weight off of me, she thought. He's not just some wild animal. He understands that I'd be crushed. He pulled back, standing up behind her and breathing heavily while she turned over and looked up at his hulking form. She watched his cock, still dripping with cum and still larger, despite being spent, than any man's cock she'd ever seen before. He must be twelve feet tall, she thought. And, holy fuck, that cock. I'm... I'm Becky. She said, her voice low and hoarse. Do... Do you understand me? His keen eyes seemed to have their own light that shone down on her while he looked her over. He nodded and then looked around them, deep into the woods. Becky's eyes widened as she watched first a few, then more than a dozen hairy creatures on hind legs amble out from the forest, surrounding her and the Sasquatch she had just let fuck her in the ass. In front of each of the majestic, powerfully built creatures, a massive cock bounced and swayed. Some of them held their rods in their hands, looking like any man if a bit hairier. These... These are your friends? She asked follow me. She started to crawl back towards her camp, 
hoping to lure them all into the view of the cameras there. I mean, I'll have plenty of genetic material. There's enough on my thighs right now to clone a thousand of them, but if I can get these guys on camera, that's even better. She barely made it into what she was sure was the visual field of one of her cameras, when one of the new beasts lifted her up and slid her ass down over his cock. Another one stepped up in front of her, pressing his giant cock deep into her slick pussy. As she moaned and squealed, she wondered if it was possible to truly mate with the magnificent creatures. Well, I guess I'll find out in a few months. She thought before her mind slipped away into a night of pleasure and pain, lost in the hairy muscles of beasts that so many believed to be myth. By the time she woke the next day, it was late afternoon. Her body was sore, aching, and covered in both dried cum and shed hair. As she set about collecting samples into jars, she smiled. I am coming back here as soon as I get this stuff to my colleagues. There's no way I'm ever going back to anything less than I had last night.